Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Afros and Ankara. I'm your host, Ekub. I hope everyone's having a great day. I am having a fabulous day. So today we are talking about a woman's worth. Yes, Q Maxwell, Q Alicia Keys, Q everybody who is singing about a woman's worth, a woman's work, all the fabulousness. But today we're talking about a woman's worth, pretty much going off of the last topic about being. Um, So the last episode we talked about just being yourself, right? We talked about how it's perfectly fine to not be in competition with other people. It's perfectly okay to not have your entire life figured out um, by a certain age. It's perfectly fine. So today we're talking about a woman's worth. And it's so it's so easy for people to um, pretty much associate a woman's worth with who she is associated with. For instance, oh, you can't talk to somebody like that. That's somebody's mama. You can't talk to someone like that. That's somebody's auntie. You can't talk to her like that. That's someone's sister. And it's like, no, you cannot disrespect her because she's a person her worth does not depend on who she's related to or who she's associated with it's so interesting that people think that you know the way we we encourage men or other people to not disrespect women is what if that was your mama what if somebody said that to your sister what would you do and I guess that's a good way of thinking about it you know elementary like an elementary stage but I feel like in 2020 we've graduated I feel like in 2020 we should be we're applying to college now so we kind of understand that there's levels to this like for instance in elementary school they couldn't really teach us the real U.S. history because you know it scared the mess out of you but then when you get to college and you chose to learn it you're like oh so all the founding fathers weren't shit for the most part got it got it it's easier to digest so I feel like we have gone to the point where it's easier to digest that a woman's worth is not dependent on who she's related to. Because if that's what we're saying, then what about the women who don't have mothers, who don't have fathers, the women who are orphans, the women who don't have siblings, the women who don't have relatives to pick up their banner and fight for them? So are we trying to say that those women are not worth fighting for? Are we trying to say that those women are not worth our time? Are we trying to say that those women do not deserve our respect because they are not associated with other people? Because she's not a mother, because she's not a sister, because she's not a, um, a, a daughter, you know, does that mean she does not deserve our respect, our love, our, you know, am I making sense? I feel like, I'm, 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 am I making sense? Because there's this song by Indiari, and I love Indiari. I do. There's a song about Indiari. It's called Talk to Her. And it's, it's and she goes like, talk to her. I'm not going to sing because y'all know. <laughs> singing, not in my ministry, okay? I'm not about to sit here and embarrass myself. But the lyrics kind of go like, talk to her like you want someone to talk to your mother. Talk to her like you want someone to t- um, talk to, to your sister. Like, just like you fight for your sister if you knew that somebody dissed her. And the lyrics are beautiful. And like I said, once again, those lyrics to me are elementary. But in 2020 guys we've graduated we're moving up i believe in us we are moving up to that college level you know we're thinking on a different on on a a different plane when you talk to her talk to her like you're talking to a person 
when you talk to her talk to her because she is a person respect her humanity respect her her humanity simple straight to the point when we are out here communicating with uh, with, she, with each other the fact that you are able to communicate with this person means they are a person you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying communicating in just terms of only talking or whatever but body language any t- any type of any type of communication that we're having with interaction let me say that's the word any type of interaction we're having with other human beings we should interact with them like we're interacting with human beings we should not look at them as if well the only way I'm going to give this, the only the only way for me to give this person respect is because I have a mother, because I have a sister. Then it's like, then no, you're that's that's to me that's flawed. That's very flawed thinking. It's kind of like how some I've seen some posts on Instagram floating around of some guy who was like, um, when he had a child, when he had a daughter, he realized that like something about how he realized how he needed to treat women better. I was like. What if you never had a daughter? What if you only had sons? So you would never have treated women right until you had a daughter, until you had a stake in the game? And so the thing about it is like, what pissed me off about that guy's quote was that you realize that you were out here dogging women, but the moment you got a daughter, it's like, oh, I gotta treat women better because I have a daughter. Nah, nah, you had a mom. You know what I'm saying? You have a mother, but you were out here still dogging women, and you're like, nope, nope, nope. I got a daughter now. Got to change it up, guys. Got to change it up. Everybody, stop it. Stop it. I have a daughter. And it's still a very selfish thing to do, in my opinion, because it still comes back. It still came back to him. He has a daughter now. What about other people who have children? What about other, other, other men who had daughters that you were dogging out? You didn't think that's somebody's daughter you didn't think about it like that it's nope nope I have a daughter now now I can be better and I don't think we need to wait until we have a personal stake to treat people with common decency it's not that hard I feel like if we are able to treat people with uh if we're able to just treat people like human beings the world would be such a much better place all these think pieces we have about race and gender and you know gender identity and all of that we won't need them because we just you see somebody's humanity you see somebody's humanity i'm not saying oh i don't see color don't 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 say that no no because that's disrespectful or i don't see no no you see that you see it but see someone's humanity as well you know what i'm saying see somebody's humanity like we shouldn't have to it shouldn't have to be what's the word what's the word i'm trying to say y'all y'all know words are hard for me like english is so hard and it's my first language which is so disrespectful but we shouldn't have to qualify to be treated like human beings you shouldn't you were qualified at birth (laughs) okay (laughs) when you came into this world you're a human being and we should treat you as such it's simple. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. I don't know why we need to talk about it. Still talk about that in 2020. I don't know why it's still a topic of discussion in the year of our Lord and Savior in um, 2020. I don't understand. You know, I don't understand why we're still discussing this on Beyonce's internet about how, you know, fellas, would you let your girl come out the house looking like this? Y'all, I saw those tweets. I said, excuse me? 
Are we still, this is what we're doing? This is what we're doing on Beyonce's internet. This are the conversations we are having. Asking men if they will allow your girlfriends to come out of the house looking a certain way. Excuse me. Sir, I am an adult. Okay? I am a whole adult. If I want to walk out of the house looking however I feel like looking, I'm not asking your permission. Okay? Now... I could be like, hey, do you think this outfit looks good? And you say, nah, this outfit does not look good. Let's, that, that's a different story. I, you know, depending on how important your opinion is to me, that's one thing. But for, for other men to be on Beyonce's internet asking other men if they would allow your girlfriends to walk out of the house looking a certain way. And the funny thing is like, girlfriend, not even your wife, not even your do- your girlfriend. Bro, you ain't got no kind of stake on me, sweetie absolutely not no sir but you know these are the conversations that they can have on beyonce's internet okay because they know they can't bring that mess at home you know you're not having that type of conversation at home because your girlfriend will look at you like i don't i don't know what you thought this was like i i I didn't know when my 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 outfit choices became an issue for you like i don't know and the funny thing about it is the outfits that I was seeing, of course, with like girls with like um, like booty shorts and like you know halter tops and stuff. Those same dudes, if they see a girl outside looking like that, they would be trying to holler like, "Hey, baby girl," blah blah blah. But now it's a question. Like, so once you get her, you saw her in booty shorts and a halter top. You hollered. She gave you the time of day, and now you guys are together. And now when she wants to go out in the booty shorts and halter top, you're like, Mm-mm, no, baby. Nope, nope, nope. You can't go out looking like that. Sweetheart, that's how you met me. <laughs> that's how you met me, okay? You did not meet me at a, um, you didn't meet me in church dressed like this. You didn't meet me um, at the library dressed like this. You didn't meet me um, at a convent dressed like this. This is how you met me. This is This is how I was. So, get it together okay but i did go off on a tangent there but all i'm saying guys pretty much is just this on in the year 2020 i feel like we are all adults now for the most part at least those of you who are listening are hopefully adults who can understand and rectify the situation that i'm what i'm trying to say you can understand that treating women with common decency simply because you relate to the fact that she's somebody's mother or she's somebody's sister alone that alone should not be the reason you treat a woman with comment with respect you should treat a woman with respect because she's a human being first and foremost now you can see her as a mother figure you can see her as your sister you can see her as your aunt and that should just add a little bit more extra layer of respect there but first and foremost she is a human being who deserves respect whether or not you can relate to her as a mother as a daughter as a sister or as an aunt you can always relate to women as human beings because I understand that people you know Women are, we are these goddesses, okay, that God chose to bless the earth with. We are. It's not up for debate. We're not asking, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you, we are. So recognize that, 
okay? But also recognize that as God blessed us, blessed you all with us, we had to humble ourselves and become human beings, right? So treat us as such. Look at us as human beings. And then the next step could be, oh, man, she could be my mama. And then you add extra respect to it. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. So that's all I have to say in regards to that, y'all. Um, our queen. <laughs> y'all like my singing? Y'all like my singing? Beyonce, call me, girl. I could do a great backup. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, focus. So our queen of the day queen of the week actually it's queen nandi i don't know if you guys know about queen nandi um queen nandi is the mother of shaka zulu i know y'all know about shaka zulu um so queen nandi is the mother of shaka zulu and queen nandi is one of those women um who really exemplified the power of womanhood right um queen nandi was impregnated by Shaka Zulu's father out of wedlock. Um, and of course, during this time, it was not proper. It was not, it was very much frowned upon. So Queen Nandi's family, her tribe, told Shaka's father that they had to pay tribute. Queen Nandi herself demanded damages. Pretty much, you ruined me, okay? And I really love this aspect of it because generally in today's day and age when a woman is impregnated out of wedlock people look at it like it's her fault how dare you go get pregnant and forget that wait a minute um it was two people (laughs) that was involved in this whereas queen nandy was like "Mm -mm, no sir you you got me pregnant out of wedlock so you're gonna have to pay damages so what i want is a 50 herd cattle okay so bring them and shaka's dad was like bet so he did he gave her he gave the 50 herd cat, cattle but he really did like her and i'm on and i'm saying shaka's dad because i cannot pronounce his actual name i don't want to mess it up but i will write it on the um, profile that i do for her on instagram i don't want to mess up the name so he provided the 50 herd of cattle but he really did like her so she spent time with him they were together until shaka was born then things got a little you know funny the relationship did not go as as she thought so she left she went back to her people but she left her son with um his father um due to some kind some threats to his life shaka now came and was stayed with his mother queen nandi of course being a single mother no marriage it was not easy for her at that time, but she was very resilient. She was extremely powerful. She did what she had to do to ensure that her son got the best out of life. She later remarried and stayed with her husband's, her new husband's people. They had, um, she had another son and another, and a daughter. Um, the relationship with her new husband did not last. I think his people were not fans of her. So she gathered her belongings and left. She finally settled with and I'm gonna see y'all I'm gonna mess this up so bad it's Methuwe Methua y'all it's a lot of th's and it's a lot of consonants and uh, consonants put together um Methua Methua it's gonna be on the instant it's gonna be on the Instagram post guys but she settled there the chief of that of that tribe was very welcoming to her and was very nice to her. That was where Shaka learned his military skills. He honed his military skills to help him become 
the king of the Zulu tribe. Hey. But we're not talking about Shaka. It's not about Shaka. It's about Queen Nandi. Okay. So, um, Queen Nandi taught Shaka about the 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 power of resilience and how to be a great king. Pretty much, when he took on his kingship she was really the voice of reason there were plenty of times that shaka could go to war and we all know that shaka was known as a great warrior so there were plenty of times where he could go to war but because of his mother's voice of reason a lot of a lot of um a lot of conflict were were avoided so she was definitely definitely a force to be reckoned with within the zulu kingdom um so much so that when Shaka was away, she and other women were in charge of the military. Because of his mother's resilience and her strength, Shaka recognized the power of women. So he surrounded himself with women because he knew <laughs> what we could do, baby. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So he, uh, he because of his mother, he recognized the power of women. It's legend that when his mother passed away, it led to a year of mourning. And Shaka was so sad. And he made everybody mourn the, the death of his mother. He was like, nobody, y'all can't have kids, okay? Nobody's having kids up in here. No, not this year. And he said if it was rumored that if you if he didn't feel that you were mourning hard enough, he killed you. Now that's 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 crazy that's i don't know if that's love or or what but um that's 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 influence okay that's influence now i don't agree with killing people because you didn't you think they didn't mourn your mother you know hard enough because that's your mother but hey you know i'm just using this as demonstrative to show you how influential she was to her son um, Shaka Zulu. So that is Queen Nandi. And speaking of women who are very influential, especially to me, our black women win. We have two black women winning today. Um, they are sisters. They are actually my cousins. Yes, <laughs> nepotism. Um, so one is named Ekub, just like me, but she's Ekub number two, though. I'm Ekub number one because I was born first. Don't let her discourage you, don't let her trick you. I'm number one. Anyways, so one is Ekub and the other one is Ejenenob. And Ejenenob means may the journey be well. And Ekub in time means, of course, God's gift. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what we are, God's gifts. Um, so these are my two cousins. Ekub and Ejen grew up in New Orleans. And Ejen is a lawyer. Ejen went on to live in Japan where she was practicing law over there, just being all around badass. Um... Ekub and Ejen were the first people to kind of introduce me to modern Afro beats. Yes, they were. Um, so all of my love for Afro beats stems back to them, actually. Um, but the reason why there there are, are black women win for this week is because these two lovely ladies have left the comfort of the United States and the comfort of Japan to go back to Nigeria and they started your own business. Um, they started your own business selling wigs, synthetic wigs actually. Um, in the day of everybody wanting to wear human hair that costs $400 and $500, not everybody can afford that. So they have found great synthetic wigs at a more affordable price for women who can't afford the $300, $400 wigs. And y'all, their wigs are 
bomb. Like the wigs look so good. I used to compliment Ekup all the time on her hair. Like every time I would see her, I'm like, girl, your hair is so cute. She's like, it's a wig. I'm like what? And I liked it because it was very, it's, um, it's natural. The wigs look very, very natural. Like they are black hair. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I really, it's like a, it's like you get a nice blowout, but I really like them. But you can follow them on Instagram, Yara Beauty. It's spelled E-Y-A-R-E Beauty. Right now, a lot of your business is being done in Cross River State, which is our home state. Another reason why I'm really proud of them is because they are taking their talent. They took their talents not back to Nigeria alone, but back to our home state. So they are making a difference in our home state. They are creating revenues and opportunities for people in our home state. They've done multiple giveaways. I think they gave a, they're probably giving away like five or six wigs already, um, like just in the month of June alone. So they are doing an amazing job. I really love my cousins and I'm so proud of what they are doing um especially in business especially for the culture it's amazing you can i will post about them on the instagram page i will tag your business page and your personal pages as well because let me tell you not only are they savvy business women but they are gorgeous okay and like pictures be like oh okay thank you and colgate needs to call them because their smile that's me snapping out of this wall world world y'all english hard but that is those are our black women win at jen and eka my cousins whom i love dearly also the founders of yara beauty and you can find all of your information on our instagram page afros and ankara please 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 follow us on instagram we need followers follow us on follow us on instagram and also tag us okay and your black women win tag us in your black women win and tag us with your afros and tag us with your ankara we love to see it so thank you all so much for listening i hope you enjoyed it um subscribe 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 thank you